0: and sanguine sisters to deeply discussing dexter i'm your host dale maxfield i'm joined by aaron caldwell hello brooke Merritt. hi and zach roland hello and today we're discussing season seven episode 11 do you see what i see on this episode it's christmas in miami Huerta nearly catches dexter dexter nearly kills estrada hannah nearly kills deb and quinn nearly has a plot line what did you guys think of this episode overall
1: I actually really enjoyed this episode, seeing how Laguerta kind of puts her her plan into action, and it forces some, some hard choices by Dexter, and, and it, it builds a lot of tension going into the final episode.
2: I feel like I do a lot of, it was fine, it was okay. Um, this one's more than okay, it was a little better than fine, I wouldn't say it was good, but... You know, better than fine is an improvement.
3: Uh, I'm a sucker for Christmas, so I loved it. I, <laughs> I really, I've, I've come a long way since the beginning of this season, and I feel like at the beginning of the season, I wasn't really into this season so much, but I've actually enjoyed the last few episodes, and I enjoyed this episode as well, so. Uh, oh,
2: wait, was it Christmas? I didn't notice. They didn't mention it 500 <laughs> times in this episode.
0: Yeah, Laguerta's like house decorations. I thought were just insane. Like I'm she's a single woman, and she really, really decorated the fuck out of her living room for Christmas.
3: Yeah, between her and Matthews, I mean, the the, <laughs> yeah. the, de- the decorations go wild. So,
0: decorating his boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have time to fix that string of lights.
3: Fuck it. Didn't get my full pension. Don't know if you know that.
2: <laughs> he mentions that about as much as they mention that it's Christmas.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, Maria, I'll take you back to Cuba. Uh, go, get a, go get another mosquito or whatever they call those <laughs> drinks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was another great line. Yeah, so just when we were talking about him being racist in another, another episode, there's another one where it's like, not really <laughs> racist, it but it's like clear enough that he's like, I don't even care what they call the drink that's not necessarily associated with her race,
0: but yeah, I, fuck I, it. I called bullshit <laughs> on that one. I was like, you know goddamn well what a mojito is. Yeah. You dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, he was just being an asshole there.
1: Well, I mean, if Matthews is going to show up, he's going to say something racist or sexist (laughs) or both.
0: It's It's kind of what he does. So Dexter is daydreaming about growing old with Hannah. We see Dexter in old age makeup, an older Harrison, and a very subtly older looking Hannah. They kiss and it returns to the present. Dexter gets to call. Hector Estrada, one of his mother's killers, is getting paroled. Hannah describes it as the universe giving him a Christmas present.
2: And when you say subtly older-looking Hannah, it's like somebody literally just took a pencil and drew a couple wrinkles on her forehead. She looked exactly the same other than just a couple of very, very minor wrinkles. I was confused for a second trying to figure out what was going on.
0: I I watched that scene a couple of times um, because I felt like either it was in Dexter's head and they weren't aging her on purpose. They were just leaving her alone. I think the age difference between the two of them is the reason why his aging looks more uh, profound than hers. But yeah, I think what they went for was they just sort of, you know, normally when you do makeup for television, it kind of smooths out, you know, crow's feet and, you know, Laugh lines and stuff like that. And I think they just sort of left hers in. So it just looked like a more natural. Yvonne Strahovski instead of looking like she had old age makeup applied.
3: That's what I thought. Here's what I
1: don't understand. Why would Dexter have gotten a call? Like, because nobody knows that his real name is Moser.
0: Matthews does
1: well Matthews does but LaGuerta just found that out that was her big break in the case an episode ago
2: no that's a good question why would they have called him about the parole hearing if it had been kept under wraps for all this time yeah
3: because it serves the plot shut up and go (laughs) along with it
2: okay no more questions (laughs) Bobby, it's Dexter
3: yeah because it was just like, uh, so, like a I don't even know who called him. Right? Was it a correctional facility or? Yeah, it was been, like yeah. supposed to
0: be like the parole board that called him. Because oh, right, the parole board.
3: He can he say can do a victim it.
0: impact statement. Right. Well, they actually. I mean, they actually. Yeah, we're we're about to get to that scene, but yeah, they they ask him to give him a victim impact statement, and he declines to do it because he wants him paroled. But that's of course, look Secret plan. So. Uh, Angel tells Deb that he's located the witness Hannah's dad tipped him off about. Angel wants to say something to Dexter about them investigating his girlfriend, but Deb orders him not to. Dexter meets with Matthews on his boat. Matthews tells Dexter that LaGuardia thinks that Dexter is the Bay Harbor butcher. He lays out LaGuardia's entire case, and Dexter realizes that he's being low-key interrogated. Dexter tells Matthews that Dokes had a boat at the same marina as Dexter's. He didn't come forward out of fear for himself and Deb. Matthew seems cool with it, like he's just doing it to hold up his half of the bargain with LaGuerta. Uh, Deb meets Arlene, the witness to the Hannah McCain murder. Um, Deb offers her immunity in return for her testimony. Otherwise, Deb will prosecute Arlene as an accessory. Dexter and Deb watch Jamie wait in line to put Harrison on Santa's lap. Dexter tells Deb about LaGuerta and Matthew closing in on him. He's planning to plant more evidence that the Bay Harbor Butcher was Dokes. Deb says that she'll do it. It's too dangerous for him. They walk up and get their picture taken with Santa and Harrison, but not Jamie.
1: Who's like the real parent.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What was I? Oh, there was something up here I was going to point out, but now I forgot what it was. Dang it. Um, Oh, well. Oh, I feel like if uh what's her name? The informant? Arlene, Arlene and and Paul had met, it would be a different show. Because <laughs> yeah. they're so su- are such good druggies together. Um it's so like you always have to have that druggy parent coming in. I think it was a missed opportunity there. <laughs> Arlene just
0: cracks me up as a character. <laughs> yeah. Like it's obviously they just like smear her makeup and put her in that silly wig and <laughs>
3: Make yeah, it look there like you a go. mess. I think it would be funny if it was if it was the woman who played Hannah McKay, but just in like makeup and a silly wig. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> would have <laughs> been better. That would
2: have made it so much
3: better. <laughs> like they don't have the budget for another actor, so they have to just put a person in it. <laughs>
0: Yvonne, you got another role this week.
3: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I thought that was just hysterical that they like made Jamie wait in line. And then they jumped the line to <laughs> pose with Harrison
3: once <laughs> she got through it. Yeah, she always gets the short end of the stick. She didn't get to be in the play. She didn't get. She doesn't get to be in the f- the Christmas photo. Uh, it's like wh- why is she? You know, it's it's sad.
2: She's way underpaid.
0: Yeah, whatever he's paying her, like even if it's like Can't ten thousand
3: dollars a week, it's not enough. Here's something to think about. <laughs> What if at some point someone came after Jamie f- f- because of Dexter, right? Like, let's say Isaac came after Jamie mm-hmm. or somebody else came, like, came after Jamie because they're like, well, the, the babysit is imperative to everything. So if we take her, <laughs> we take him down.
0: <laughs> That's the thing, though. Dexter would be like, well, Deb can watch him for the next six years and then.
1: <laughs> He'd just send him to Orlando.
3: Yeah. but he'd make someone else drive him there. That's right. (laughs) He could just make a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, leave them out for him, and just let him do his own thing by himself.
1: (laughs) He'd give give the kid to Arlene. Yeah, give the kid
0: to Arlene. Oh, there we go. Smart. Uh, Matthews and LaGuerta meet at LaGuerta's over-decorated house of Christmas. Matthews tells her about the alleged boat for dokes. Arlene meets with Hannah and swears she never told anybody about the murder. Hannah figures out that it must have been her dad. Um, Arlene, who is a hot mess, refers to Deb as a skanky detective. There's a whole pot kettle black thing going there. Um, Hannah promises to figure something out. And yeah, like I said, Arlene is just like, she's like a, a, a beat up raggedy Ann doll. It's like one of the most hilarious
3: characterizations they've they've done on the show. She probably could have been one of uh, Deb's girls when she was back on Vice. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Throwing it back.
0: Yeah, Jennifer Carpenter could have played that part. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, a stripper tells Quinn that Nadia moved to Las Vegas and left the note saying he meant a lot to her and thanks for thanking him for what he did for her. What what kind of fucking
3: John Deere note is this? <laughs> <laughs> she, she left it in the locker of one of the other strippers, assuming that Quinn would come by because he always does. <laughs> this John Deere letter. And, and Quinn had Deere, to interrupt a J- lap John dance to find John. it out. John Deere. Dear John. We're letter. leaving it. Uh, John, Deere. John Deere letter. I like to call it John Deere letter. Dear John letter. Whatever. When you it's done point. this way,
0: it is called a John Deere letter. <laughs> right? It's just a I'm
3: fucking <laughs> tractor across.
1: <laughs> any, any note from a stripper. Is, it a, is a John Deere
3: <laughs> so, I gotta get on that tractor and ride that pole. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs>
2: it really fun. didn't, but it was a good effort. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: about that much. Yeah, alright. It but started still. weak and then
0: it and then it was over. <laughs>
3: yep. It started about as strong as Quinn's career.
0: <laughs> and I love how he just sort of is like he just kind of gives her an honorable nod at the end, like, I understand. <laughs>
1: seems right. <laughs> like, he should have said seems right. Like, there's, there's no more plot The line
0: silliest for thing for him to have done at that point would have been, like, hand her 20 bucks and say thank you. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, you should tip for that kind of information. Thank you, thank you for delivering the information.
1: It would have been better for the character if it would like immediately gone into him just having emotionless sex, staring at the the window
0: again. That's what I thought.
1: I don't,
2: I don't want to see that again, though. So let's not do that. Once was enough.
0: They don't even show like that. He's doing that. You can just sort of infer it from his face that that's what's happening. It's just like a close up on his face, and he's just like bored, and the noises are there.
1: Also, why is
3: this place open? Didn't Quinn just murder the boss? <laughs> like, yeah, but the, the brotherhood's still alive and kicking. You got to keep money coming through.
1: I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, Matthews and
0: LaGuerta find a clue that Deb planted leading them to a ship repair building. Inside, they find plastic sheeting and a fingerprint from dokes. LaGuerta starts crying, and Matthews says, Felice Feliz Navidad. See, he does know Spanish. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but wait, is it Christmas? Because I hadn't heard that yet.
3: <laughs> I think it might be.
2: I'm not it is, sure. It is not clearly
3: sure. Feliz Navidad. Let's go get a mosquito.
0: <laughs> Anna surprises Deb at home to tell her that Dexter is happy and looking forward to the future. She wants to bury the hatchet for Dexter's sake. Deb says she's going to make sure Hannah gets arrested for Dexter's sake. So, Hatchet firmly buried in Hannah. Hmm. Uh, Dexter tells Matthews he's sorry for not reporting Doakes' boat before. Matthews tells him he doesn't have to worry about LaGuardia anymore, and Dexter calls Deb and tells her that they bought the evidence. Dexter approaches Estrada, pretending to be a drug connection. Angel calls. Deb has been in a car accident. Angel tells Dexter that Deb OD'd on Xanax behind the wheel. She was in the neighborhood for a second interview with Arlene. They argue about whether or not Hannah poisoned Deb. Um, lots of use of the term aprazolam. I don't know if they didn't want to say Xanax too many times or if there was some sort of a penalty for using uh, the brand name too many times. But I feel like the general audience would be confused
3: by that term. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's. uh, I mean, I guess if you say it the one time, then it's sort of is supposed to be like, oh, well, it's it's something that's similar to it. But you're you're asking your audience to be smarter than they probably are, especially if they're from Miami. So. (laughs) Ah, I got you on that one, Brooke. Um, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm married right. to
0: a doctor, so like, I know what diphenhydramine is, and, I and take, I'm a nurse, so I, I know take it every day. But <laughs> like, most people don't know that, like, what the generic name for Benadryl is, let alone Xanax. So yeah, that seemed <clears throat> seemed like light- odd. Yeah, yeah, it was.
2: Everybody knows what Xanax is, but not everybody knows Al Praslam. I agree.
3: Uh, Hannah... Oh. oh, go ahead. I, I do... I have a theory here. Uh, I was sticking to my theory while watching the episode uh, when they brought up the fact that, like, Hannah may have poisoned Deb. And I was like, no way. Friendship is way thicker <laughs> than than family at this point. So, hmm. you know, their friendship is, is really important. With Hannah, there's no way Hannah would do this. I thought... Deb did it to herself to make it look like Hannah had done it to her so that she could then trick Dexter into thinking Hannah did this to her. It's like a, you know what I'm saying? It's like a he did, she said. Yeah, it was
0: unclear in the episode um, as to whether or not this was a this was a plot by Deb or a plot by Hannah. Um, the way that I extrapolated out that, it couldn't have been Deb is that there's no way for Deb to have faked the OD and car accident without accidentally killing herself. So like there, that was a much higher risk of happening. And that's what Hannah wanted to happen. So like, you know, she had to have the actual drugs in her system and she had actually crashed the car, and for the uh, the hospital staff to see the right amount of Prazolam in there, and for her to crash the car and OD like at the right timing, I don't feel like it's something that Deb could pull off like that.
3: True. I mean, that's a it's a risk you got to be willing to take your own life for <laughs> Dexter's happiness. Yeah. Alright, punching holes in my theory. She, okay. and, and she wrecked her BMW. Oh, that that poor BMW. The,
0: the BMW
1: that changes like four times throughout the episode.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Dexter tells Matthews he's sorry. I already said that part. Um, let's see. Dexter goes to Debs to try to figure out if Hannah poisoned Deb. He finds a blonde hair in Deb's house. He searches Dub's smashed car and finds a mostly
3: empty water bottle. Oh, Angel- that's the what, where the um, the guy, the mechanic's like, "Sorry for your loss," and he's like, "No, she made it. She, my sister's okay." And he's like, "Oh, that not that BMW." <laughs> like, he really cared <laughs> oh, about that yeah. BMW. He's yeah. like, that ba- that baby's toast.
0: <laughs> uh, Angel tells Laguardia that he's happy with his future with the restaurant. He's planning to put in for retirement on the first of the year. Yay. Dexter (laughs) comes home to Hannah, Harrison, and Jamie. Jamie, now a vegetarian, is there as an excuse not to watch Angel roast a pig. My note was really writers. Jamie's Mm -hmm. just hanging out with Dexter on Christmas Eve because she's a vegetarian. Hanging out with Angel. Okay, whatever. Stick to those convictions. Got to move on. Uh, Dexter (laughs) mulls over whether Hannah is a poisoner while they have dinner. The three adults then play with a children's train toy and Hannah leaves or Hannah gives Dexter a framed photo of the two of them. Um so that train thing that they're putting together uh for our listeners is not like an electric train set that adults put together. It's one of those wooden jigsaw train sets that children put together, but Jamie and Hannah and Dexter, all dressed up for Christmas, are like on the floor playing with this thing in the middle of the night. What else were they going
1: to do? Like, (laughs) Jamie was nice enough to bring her kid over, so of course they were going to play with him.
0: I don't know. I mean, I didn't write this episode, but. (laughs)
3: threesome? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something could have happened. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I mean, think threesome is what everyone was hoping for, but...
1: It's been
0: a little awkward
1: with Harrison there. He could have held the camera, I guess.
3: He's
0: asleep. He doesn't Play. know what's going on. Um, They leave Jamie and Harrison alone to go back to Hannah's. Another what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas Eve... They leave Harrison and Hannah or Harrison and Jamie alone at home so they can go back to Hannah's and it's mainly a cover so that Dexter can go out and kill Estrada. He confronts Hannah about Deb's accident. Hannah says that Arlene is too much of a mess to be a threat to her and Hannah says that she's never made a mistake and if she had poisoned Deb, Deb would be dead.
3: Boom! She made her first mistake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That really did throw
1: me though, because I, I, I was like, "Well, yeah, surely she she poisoned Deb after that conversation." But then she brought this up, and I was like, well, "Maybe she didn't. She's
2: she's pretty sure of herself."
0: Yeah, but Deb's a super cop. She can fight her way through Xanax overdose,
2: Alprazolam.
1: Alprazolam overdose. overdose. No, no Morgan can drive a vehicle ever again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Dexter's flipping cars every season, so (laughs) it's about time Deb flipped one. Uh, Yeah, so Dexter meets up with Estrada and M99s him, laying him out in a container. Holy fuck, you're Dickie Moser, is what the guy says. No, I'm Dexter Moser. Estrada accuses Dexter of working with Laguarda; that she set him up, and Dexter realizes that he was set up and Laguarda is watching. LaGuardia and two previously unseen detectives come into the container to find a running chainsaw and nothing else. Dexter is trying to lead Estrada away quietly, but Estrada jumps into the water and Dexter jogs away. Dexter gets a call at home. The lab confirmed that Deb's water was full of Xanax. Her accident was no accident. Dexter brings Deb home from the hospital. He gives Saul Price's poison pen with Hannah's prints on it to her. Deb says she knows how hard this must be for him. He goes back to Hannah and tells her he knows what he wants. She kisses him under the mistletoe, but Deb and Angel walk up and arrest her, and Hannah tells Dexter she should have killed her.
3: Man, what a great Christmas. (laughs) Hannah tells Dexter he should have killed her. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it, uh, it definitely left us feeling in the holiday spirit, I'm sure.
3: Yeah. Dude.
2: oh was it christmas i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> nobody mentioned at all that it was christmas i what had no idea you i didn't feel do like that go ahead
3: yeah uh i feel like that was a missed opportunity with the title the do you hear what i hear didn't really come out as much as like you know like uh under the mistletoe or um uh santa the what's the santa song um Coming. There are a lot. Santa's What's coming. Santa's song. <laughs> Let's All see.
2: Where should we begin? Here yeah. is the
0: forty-one There's Santa songs. Uh,
2: <laughs> there are a couple out there that I can think of.
3: Grandma got run over by a reindeer. There's a lot of good ones. I feel like that they missed with the mark on the title. The, with the
2: that would have been effective thing,
1: playing over this. With the poisoning thing, they could have gone with it, "Baby, it's cold outside."
3: Mm, there you go. See. So,
0: but it's Miami.
2: And it's not cold. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so there no this is one of those things where like they named the episode baby it's or uh, uh they named the episode uh, do you hear Suck what I hear it. and then like that's a public domain song as far as I know they could have used it it would have been kind of fun to like hear some version of it while uh LaGuerta was trying to find Dexter at the container Like that could have been a fun scene, but they they, didn't use it at all. They didn't use it and they didn't want, they didn't really have any space for levity in this episode. It's all serious. It's all tense all the time. So
3: yeah, even Feliz Navidad would have been better. (laughs) If that had just kicked on as soon as he said it to LaGuardia. Feliz Feliz Navidad. Navidad.
0: (laughs) That should have been playing at Angel's party.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised it wasn't. Uh,
0: This episode was directed by John Dahl, who directed 16 episodes total between seasons three and eight. It was written by Mandy Cotto and Wendy West. Mandy Cotto, of course, coming on from season five. And Wendy West wrote 11 episodes between seasons four and eight. This is uh, her first on season seven. Uh, The best line of the episode.
3: What was Uh, it? I think there was actually a lot of both good and bad lines throughout this entire episode. I had trouble choosing stuff. Um, But I have, for the best, (laughs) as I get up... There we go. The fat lady isn't singing. Her song is done. She's getting dry humped (laughs) in her dressing room. (laughs) Oh, Matthews. Police dead. Right right up there with mosquitoes.
1: (laughs) I, I liked the line from Deb... Uh, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh God, don't tell me we're fucking neighbors now. When yeah, Hannah shows Anna up. Showed up, it's just <laughs> that a, was good. It's it's a wonderful deb line.
2: I didn't have that easy of a time finding the best line, but I went with Matthews saying to Laguerta, "I've heard of people fucking their brains out, but God Almighty."
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> In response to her theory about Dexter.
0: Yep. Oh, Captain Matthews. Uh, How about the worst line of the episode?
3: Mosquito says
1: something about reindeer dicks. Yep, I got
3: that (laughs) same one. It's uh, the Christmas spirit around here sucks big reindeer dicks. Yeah, there you
1: go. Uh,
2: I actually originally had picked the line about the one too many mosquitoes just because of the racist undertone, but then after five gazillion mentions of Christmas, I picked my worst line as every Frickin' time they mentioned it was Christmas. Yeah. Bah humbug.
3: Wait, man. Am I supposed to be real fun to be around Brooke after uh, Halloween? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because
3: it's just like, no more Christmas. Uh,
2: Well, if you have to remind me every hour that it's Christmas, yeah. Yeah, it's not so fun anymore. Uh,
3: You wouldn't want to hang out with me around Christmas time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I just don't know. Was it Christmas in this episode? I didn't hear at all.
3: I know. Uh, we saw Santa. It wasn't
0: cold outside. I can tell you that much. Uh, I think I know the answer, but what was the performance of the episode? Oh. Hands down,
3: Arlene.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I second Arlene.
0: Oh God!
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's so many. There's so many reasons to pick Arlene, but I. After this discussion, I think I'm gonna go with Captain. It has Matthews.
0: to be Captain Matthew. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like,
1: come on. He owned We've this episode. It, he although,
0: did. Although,
1: although La Guerta's decorating skills.
0: Mm. That's honorable Honorable. That's mention, a negative. Honorable mention. It just it annoys me just to think of her decorating her house <laughs> that much.
3: Or how how come we don't? Why not go with Jamie for just putting up with all the
1: bullshit? <laughs> Uh, because she's not on screen. She's off with Harrison.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: She's too busy to have any lines. Yep. Babysitting.
0: Sorry, Jamie. Got to give it to the old racist <laughs> man on this one. <laughs> well, that'll do it, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for participating. We'll see you on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter.